Sometime in the middle of May, we were just talking before the show. I no longer know how long we've been working from home. It seems like four months now about that. It's not four eight months. Weeks. That's what it feels. Eight weeks, two months. Time flies when you're having fun, boys, right? I've seen your Instagram. It looks like you're doing okay. <laughs> no. I've been social distancing. What do you mean? I'm just saying it looks like you're having fun. John, have you been having fun? Eight weeks. I mean, it's again, I go back to I did this when I was a sports writer with the Times Union, worked from home a lot. This is a little different, but it's uh, it's the off season. You just sort of muddle through it. And uh, we've been social distancing, walking. We live downtown in Springfield, so there's places to walk. You've been walking a little bit, but it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Got to stay safe. Got to. So let's get right into big things because a lot has happened since our last show signed a few players. The schedule has been released, so let's get right into it. Big thing one is a veteran presence. The Jaguars have signed quarterback Mike Glennon to the roster. Lastly, coming from the Raiders, looking to add depth to that quarterback room. And it's no secret that head coach Doug Marone wanted a competition in there. As of right now, it was just Gardner Minshew and Josh Dobbs. And he told us a few weeks ago, you know, I want three people going into training camp. We knew they were looking to add a veteran, and they got that with Mike Lennon. So let's hear what Coach Marone had to say about the signing. I always think there's part of learning that occurs, you know, outside of your coaches, you know, with the people that are around you. Um, having done Mike quite a bit when he was coming out of NC State and having a good background with him and, and speaking with Jay and speaking with Ben, um, I really feel that he's going to, you know, help our football team uh, in a lot of different ways, you know, bring experience to the room, look good in the locker room, go out on the field and compete. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Big thing two, forward with four nets. The Jags will be counting on 27 to be a big piece of their offense in 2020. Dave Cobble told ESPN last week, said himself and Coach Marone had good talks with Leonard and will move forward planning for him to be on this team. So all that talk during the draft out, is he going to be on the team or not? trade blocks, all those things. It looks like all those comments are sealed. And Leonard Fournette, they will move forward with him being on this team in 2020. And finally, speaking of Dave Codwell, big thing three, Dave's done. He finally deserves himself a nap. The work of the general manager and scouting department for the 2020 season is now done. It's now up to Doug Marone and the coaching staff to keep these virtual off seasons going. An attempt to form a team, guys, with a huge draft class, 12 draft picks, all virtually much easier said than done but now it's all about the coaching staff but let's go all the way back to big thing thing one before we get into this adding that veteran presence that we all thought was going to happen kind of a little later than i think some of us expected to happen but now you can check that off the list yeah and i've gotten emails uh wondering why mike glennon and uh, you know the whole uh i'm not enthused about that you know he's a backup quarterback and no matter who you brought in if Maybe a big name, uh, Cam Newton, something like that. But I never thought this was going to happen, Brian. I always thought it was going to be a guy who was a backup, if it indeed happened. I guess Andy Dalton would have excited people more. But you're trying to find a backup quarterback, a guy who's been around. This guy fits what you want out of a backup quarterback. 
he's not being brought in here to be the starter. I don't really believe there's going to be much of a competition in training camp. Minshew's the guy, and Glennon's the backup. Um, well, he's all they could afford. I mean, right. you were not going to sign Jameis Winston for $7 million. You were not going to sign Cam Newton for $7 million. You know, they, they're, they're not options for this team. They had a very small window of guys they could sign. I'll be honest. I was a little bit surprised that they signed someone anyway because you gave up a draft pick for a kid last year. You know, so you have a rookie, you have a guy that you traded, what was it, a fifth-round draft pick to the Steelers for? And Minshew, uh, does Glennon dramatically improve that? Well, he's got more experience than the other two guys do, for sure. The other three guys do, for sure. Um, But I I think you're fine with Minshew as your starter, and I, I just didn't see the need to go and pull the trigger on this one. Well, he's taken snaps in the NFL, and my guess is when they were rubber meeting the road, they started looking at it, and I'm sure Doug, who likes experience, is more mm-hmm. comfortable with the guy who has stood behind center uh, with everything live going on, and uh, Glennon fits that and Dobbs doesn't. So I think that's yeah. probably why, uh, but I'm with you. I, I don't think it changes very much, except for the fact that you've got a guy who's a Who's taking some snaps? I see you lurching well, I, forward, so go I, ahead, Brian. Well, I, I was going to say, look, you were fine with Josh Jobs last year when right. when you didn't have Nick Foles available to you because he was recap, uh, recuperating from the injury. If you were fine with Josh Jobs last year, again, it, it's fine. It, it's not that much money. Um, if, if you end up having to cut Dobbs and lose the draft pick, whatever, you had 12 this year. I mean, it just it all sort of washes out. It's not that big of a deal. I, I just It's not that big of a deal. They went and got a quarterback. Okay. They're trying. It's these, by the way, are the players they're going to go and sign, like the defensive end from the Bears. I mean, right. they, these are guys. They're not going to excite anybody. They're not huge, high-dollar guys, but they're good, serviceable veteran players who can give you something over the course of a season. Right. They're Aaron Lynch is the defensive end. It is what right. it is. Yep. Yeah, but even with that, I go back to last year when Foles did get hurt, and he was still kind of present through that rehab process, and when he, he was able to still be on the bench weeks later. It definitely did seem like that dynamic was beneficial to have Foles there with Minshew. You can say what you want about how that situation played out, but having Foles there with Minshew, I really don't think much is going to change for Minshew going this year forward, being the starter. I mean, to have that veteran presence, I still think is necessary because it definitely was beneficial last year. I'm just not sure how much Mike Glennon, it's not like he won a Super Bowl. You know, I'm just not sure yeah, how much no, he definitely translates. Definitely a difference. Whatever. It's not a lot of money. It's a veteran presence. It makes the coaching staff happy to have this guy. So fine. But, you know, I got some some pushback from some people who said, how come the Jaguars didn't go and try and make a deal with Jameis Winston? Well, Jameis Winston took a million and a half dollars to go play behind Drew Brees. He saw what worked for Teddy Bridgewater last year, and and he made a sacrifice to be able to go do that. Um, if you brought him in here, he was going to compete to be the starter, and he wasn't going to do that for three or four million bucks. No chance. So none of that other stuff matters. None of the other deals that Cam Newton is out there even impacts the Jaguars. Glennon fits where the Jaguars could go salary-wise, and so that's why he's here. All right, well, let's quickly address big things to not only address the veteran quarterback position. And I go back, a lot has changed in a very short amount of time. With Dave Caldwell's comments after the draft, it definitely didn't seem like this was a done deal that Leonard Fournette was going to be on this team. But now that there has been news, that there's been conversations between the coaching staff and Leonard, for Dave Caldwell to now come out and say all these positive things and say we're going forward definitely seems like a talk was necessary and it was a good talk. I'm sure it was fine. I mean, it's it, he's under contract. 
there was talk that they were uh, looking to trade him during the draft. He is playing in what is clearly the final year of his deal after they didn't pick up the option. I think right now people want to make a big deal out of this because it's 50-year option time, and this is what's being talked about. Brian, guys play in the last year of their deal all the time. Guys yep. play when there's been trade talk about him all the time. He's a running back. Leonard, go run the ball. Block for Minshew when it's – you don't have to be happy. You don't have to – You know, there's so much talk with the Jan and the Leonard thing about – are they happy? Are they getting along with management? Are they going to say things on social media? Who cares? Nobody's happy, Brian. Just go play football. <laughs> Are you well, think happy? about it this way. We're all oh, miserable. Yeah, I, am. Uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying myself, right? All right. Um, Fine. You're I, the lucky one. I, I, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> um, look at it this way. He is either your best or your second best offensive player right now. Okay. He had a thousand yards and eight touchdowns and made some big plays. But, you know, this guy had 1,600 plus yards. Now, he didn't find the end zone very often, but he had, what, 76 catches? I'd say Leonard Fournette was your best all around offensive player with the idea that there are some young emerging players who you will hopefully see in 2020. Well, I mean, why is it a big deal to bring back your best offensive player? <laughs> it's not. Bring him back. Let's go. Right. And whether he's happy or not, happy, whether all that, Take he the money. still has, even if he's unhappy, which if he is, okay, that's fine. He still has major incentive to be very good this year. He's on a contract year. You think this guy's not going to be motivated? There, He will be fine. I don't think he'll be here in 2021, but right. running backs are plug and play in this league. He plays this year, goes play somebody somewhere else. They either play right Armstead or a draft pick next year, it's fine. They won't be happy either. It'll be fine. Quick story. Uh, was walking down the hallway one day talking to Ben Coleman back in the early days, and Tom Coughlin came by and fined Ben for doing an interview outside the locker room, okay? I turned away. whoa, well, you can't do that. I was just talking to him because he knows the rules. I said, but then he won't talk to me. You know what Tom said? Football is not a fun game. It's not a nice game. I don't want guys in that locker room comfortable. Okay. Right. Football's not a game for well-adjusted men. I don't need them all to be happy. In fact, I don't want them to be. I like a little right. tense, little edge in that locker room. That's what makes them great on Sundays. Yeah. No one's happy around here, except that's right. Right, John? Who cares? Happy, happiness <laughs> is overrated. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, those are our big things. When we come back, the schedule was released last week. We will take a look at that, especially the AFC South, diving into that division when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Price is subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity 
Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, Jacksonville, to help keep our community safe, your friends at Travel Camp RV are now offering free home deliveries on new RV purchases up to the first 100 miles. Their specialists are fully equipped to customize your deal over the phone with live video walkthroughs to help you find the perfect unit. If you prefer to view the RVs in person, they're open normal hours and have implemented improved cleaning policies to keep you safe. Travel Camp is committed to doing everything they can to make your visit comfortable and safe. Call or visit today, 833-388-9426 or TravelCamp.com. Mellow Mushroom Dining Rooms are now open and they continue to offer carryout, delivery, or curbside pickup options as well. Visit MellowMushroom.com for more information. We're back, Jaguars Drive Time, Tuesday morning, coming off the big schedule release last week. Big cat videos going everywhere. It went viral. But there's much more that goes into a schedule release, like the schedule and football talk. I know you guys had the opportunity to talk to Coach Doug Marone last week. So as of right now, we have so much to talk about with this schedule, probably for weeks to come. But for today, the most important thing is the division. The AFC South, Titans, Texans, Colts. John, I want you to start, and I want you to look at these two Colts matchups, where they lie in the year, and what's significant about them. Well, there's a couple of things with specific to the Colts, but mainly it's where they are in the year, obviously. You get the Colts at home to start the season, so that means you get an opportunity to get a leg up on the rest of the division. If you think about 2017, when did the enthusiasm, the excitement that season started by beating the Texans? Well, they didn't go 5-0 and that season. They sort of staggered off to the start. But the fact that they got that in early certainly set a tone for that season. It's also at home, which this franchise has not been blessed overall through its history with a lot of home openers. But this is clearly a chance to get up in the division. Then you fast forward, they play them at the last game of the season. That's never ideal to be on the road in the division in the in the season finale because all of a sudden you're on the road in what should be a big game. But if there is a division site where the Jaguars have fared well since I've been back, which is 10 years now, it's been at at Indianapolis. That has not been a house of horrors for the Jags. So on those two fronts, you don't mind having those games there. The Colts are not an intimidating franchise for the Jaguars right now. The only thing that makes it intimidating is all of a sudden it's got a good lineup with a quarterback who could be really good. Maybe it's an advantage, the fact that it's going to be so disarrayed, if you will, I think, until that opener. Maybe a shortened training camp, whatever. It's going to be weird. Maybe Phillip Rivers doesn't have time to acclimate going into that first game very much. 
That's a great point. Bringing in a brand new quarterback like that gelling to a team. If you have two weeks to be in training camp, it's asking a lot. Yeah, they always say, Brian, that the season opener every year you've been around is always the weirdest game to predict because there's so much game planning. There's so much not right. It's the hardest game if you're trying to pick games. I can't imagine how hard this year is going to be. The uh, the real interesting thing there is the is the relationship between Philip Rivers and the coaching staff Frank Reich yeah. in Indianapolis because they were together in L.A. and they went and added some help uh, in the receiving core. Their defense already had some legs last year. Um, can, the question mark to me is is Philip Rivers still the difference maker? I mean, we sure. saw him here in December. <laughs> he was in December. You know, will he be there now in a completely new environment? Uh, I th- it's one of the fascinating stories and because it's a smaller market, because he's a quarterback who has not been the, you know, the Cam Newton sort of face of the league before. People have kind of forgotten it. But I think by the time opening day rolls around, that's going to be one of the big stories in the league is can he do what Andrew Luck stopped doing? And that yeah, is they were right. seven and nine last year with average quarterback play. If he even elevates him a bit, they're dangerous. So it's it's a uh, mm-hmm. it's a tough division. Yes, it is. Speaking of tough division, Brian, the Houston Texans, bit of a change up oh, there as well. Yeah, so the Jaguars find themselves in Houston in five weeks. They find the Texans here in Jacksonville in early November, and and that look, they're the they're the bellwether. I know that the Titans made their run last year, but the the Texans, if you look back, what did they won for the last five or six division titles? Mm-hmm. Um, and Deshaun Watson gives them a guy that no matter what, you know he's going to be competitive in every situation. The play that he made in overtime in the playoff game against the Bills uh, showed you, man, you'd like to have that kind of a guy on your roster because he gives you that dynamic that not every team has. Um, the interesting story there is is that you know they, they traded for Laramie Tunsil and they traded for Brandon Cooks and they brought in David Johnson. Right, it, it appears they're changing. It was, and you and I have had this conversation, John. It was Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. And when DeAndre Hopkins was on the field, they could make anything happen. But if you look at the numbers, Watson's a different quarterback without DeAndre Hopkins yeah. on exactly. the field because he couldn't That's just fascinating to me and chuck it and and know that this guy was going to reach for it, find a way to grab it from anybody's hands, except perhaps Jalen Ramsey. Uh, so the interesting part is that transition. I mean, there's two transitions here. One is Watson post DeAndre Hopkins. The other is Bill O'Brien, head coach and general manager. I mean, you know, he's got both those titles right now, and he made some controversial moves. I, I don't think it's hyperbole to suggest that the DeAndre Hopkins trade is is the worst trade in the offseason. Everyone looks at it and says, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, yeah. Yeah. So it, that trade will define – Bill O'Brien and, and Deshaun Watson this year. We'll see if there's an opportunity for the Jaguars. J.J. Watt is a year older. We know he's not the same player without Jadavian Clowney. Now let's look. The Jaguars with a rookie quarterback making his first start last year in week two, darn near won. A missed two-point conversion, right? They darn near won that game. Everything fell apart in London because the defense wasn't there. This would be really, yeah. to me, this would be, these two games in the span of five weeks will be very interesting and it'll tell us how far the Jaguars have either come, because I think Dave told you last week on your podcast, they see themselves as a better team. So we'll either see how much better they are, or we'll see how much further they have to go. Yeah, you got to beat this franchise at some point, because they've owned mm-hmm. you the last two years. And 
I think the the quarterback story in Houston, how he will respond to not having that bailout, is absolutely fascinating. Because Hopkins was not only so good when he was being thrown the ball, he's also one of the few receivers in the league where defenses had to gear everything they did. The Texans knew how teams were going to defend them because they knew they had to play Hopkins a certain way. With that Mm -hmm. gone, what is their offense? I think that's going to be fascinating. I think it's going to be trickier for that franchise than people might think. Brady, Manning, Breeze, it didn't matter who the receivers were. Watson hasn't proven himself to be in that category yet. He he might be. He hasn't done it yet. Yeah, here's his opportunity. line to follow this year in the AFC South as far as I'm concerned. Definitely agree. And I have the Tennessee Titans week two going to Nashville and then they play them at home week 14, December 13th. And the biggest thing with this game, obviously back-to-back division games starting the season, you haven't won in Nashville since 2013. But when I look at the Tennessee Titans, I can't help but hear the 99-yard touchdown commercial that we heard All last year, the biggest thing with the Titans is you have to stop the run. You have to stop Derrick Henry. And I think the big mystery with the Titans is, are they the 2017 Jaguars? Is this just a one-year run? Ryan Tannehill, they figured it out. Derrick Henry had an incredible year. Or are they legit? And I think the biggest thing with the Jags is you have to go in there and stop the run or you have no shot. I mean, they ran all over them in Nashville. I think what will be fascinating about this matchup, you know, the Jags have gotten rolled in Tennessee a lot. Let's face facts. I mean, the images are fresh in every Jaguars fan's mind. But most of those, you know, games where the Jags got blown out of the water up there were later in the season when you sort of felt going in that the Jaguars had already taken some body blows during the season. And you went up there kind of worried of, oh, boy. They may be staggering. Now it's time for that last punch. With it being so early, Brian, I think this game will have a different dynamic. You will still have a Jaguars defense. I, I've got to assume at that point that the Jaguars defense will still believe in itself. There's been sort of a feeling when they've gotten rolled. It never surprised me in the last few years when the Titans have run all over the Jaguars up there because yeah. it felt like it was coming because the season was on that staggering kind of feel. It won't be that case this season, so let's see what they can do in that circumstance. I haven't gone back and looked at the numbers, but I'm, so this is just a feeling. But Derrick Henry got stronger as the season went along. It right. wasn't that he came out of the gate just barreling down people's throats. Yeah, I, I need to go back and look at, and see the numbers. Um, he was on an absolute roll by the time the Jaguars got rolled by him. Uh, 219 late. yards. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, he was on his way at that point. So I, my thought on the Titans is the Jaguars, they, they took care of business early in the season with a rookie quarterback last year. Um, I know. Yeah. By the time they got to those Titans, not only were they rolling behind Derrick Henry, the Jaguars run defense was it had become fractured. It was falling apart. So. I think early season, the fact that the Jaguars go up there in week two gives them an opportunity to see just how much they've improved their run defense. If they have, they shouldn't get rolled. They're much right. better, I would think, just on paper. They appear to be much better than they were last year. Um, and then, you know, later in the season, we'll see, you know, when they get them at home, where the Jaguars are. That's the, the fascinating question is, you know, what is this Jaguars team? Are they going to be a team that, that finds itself as they go through the season and stay in it or not? If they are, 
Well, the Titans provide a lot of motivation. And they've really played them pretty well at home. I mean, and there's a little bit of a myth among Jaguars fans that the Titans have owned them in recent years. You know, it's in 17, they beat them here. I think uh, the Titans beat them in Jacksonville. But for the yeah. most part, it should be better than this. I'm not saying this is acceptable for the Jags, but they have a winning record in the last X number of years against the Titans at home. It's been up there under the lights. We all know the scenes where it's really been bad. So maybe getting that home game late in the season, maybe that's an advantage too. We shall see lots of questions going into the 2020 season, like when the season will start, when there will be a training camp. But as of now, we will look at this schedule on paper and be excited about the upcoming season. When we come back, we visit the Ozone Mailbag here on Jags Drive Time. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity you can step up to luxury now hello i'm dan fields whatever you're driving you can step up to luxury now plus get our fields amenities which include complimentary loaners car washes and our cafes make this your year to step up to luxury at fields cadillac mercedes-benz porsche land rover jaguar and lexus when it comes to the ultimate car buying experience there's only one name that matters fields and fields matters because you matter the Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch. An online or phone chat for those quick questions. And a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jacksonville International Airport is going beyond daily to serve those travelers with a need to fly during the COVID-19 pandemic. They're temporarily lowering the cost of on-airport parking. Passengers can now park in the hourly and daily garages for only $10 a day, while parking in the daily surface lot is down to $7. They look forward to a time when our community begins flying again. And please remember, once the air is clear, they are here. To learn more about how Jacksonville International Airport is handling coronavirus, visit flyjacks.com. Larry's Giant Subs is open for ordering through the Larry's Giant Subs mobile app, food delivery apps, and drive-through pickup windows pending per location. Check with your local Larry's Giant Subs location for more information. I stepped on Kendall, I was like, I know I'm going to be the best. I kept that to myself, but never told anybody. That was just something I really kept to myself, like, I want to be the best that ever come out. I said that my freshman year. I just made little hints each year, like, you know, like to a senior, I was like, I'm going to be on the field with you this year. Was on the field with him next year. I was like, I'm going to start. I started my sophomore year. I'm going to be an All-SEC, my junior, All-SEC. And I told myself I wanted to be the best defensive player in the country. And I went out and did it. And now I'm still doing those same goals. I just want to be great. You know what I mean? So I'm always pushing myself. I'm always trying to motivate guys. And uh, that's just who I am. And that's how I got here. So I'm going to continue to be here. Defensive end Josh Allen doing an interview about his time in Kentucky. Definitely a humble approach. You can catch the full clip 
on Jaguars Twitter. Definitely worth the watch as we welcome back Brian, John, and myself for some Ozone Snapshot. The Ozone. Start here in Jacksonville with this. Have the, ja- have the Jags gotten any better on the offensive line? In re-watching last year's games, it seems as though the offense just didn't get the job done. No protection for the quarterback. We talk about well, this offensive line every week, it seems. <laughs> yeah, but here's the answer to this question, and I get it. It hasn't gotten better yet because they haven't done anything to change it yet. But I, I understand what the uh, reader or the, or the writer is asking. But the whole disconnect, I think, between fans and franchise here is the team, meaning Dave Caldwell, Doug Marone, believes that this line is going to improve from what it was based on, I guess, some experience on on uh, Cam Robinson being more healthy on the guys uh, playing together another year on Jawan Taylor, certainly taking a huge step. So the answer to the question is, no, they haven't gotten better yet, but they better get better before the season starts. And again, the team certainly believes that they are. And I don't know if they really are, Brian, but that's a huge leap of faith. And it's, it's going to be, continue to be something we talk about, but they haven't gotten better yet. Well, I'll keep it real simple since we're just in this sort of theoretical game. Until, it's not like we can even watch these guys during OTAs like we normally would and be able to, to reach for some, hey, I think I saw this from an offensive lineman right. who wasn't wearing pads. It's ridiculous enough when you can watch that. Um, if Cam Robinson is, is healthier, if Cam Robinson is better, then they're better. And I, I can't tell you whether he is, John, Ashlyn, you can't right. either. It's not, we might not know if they're better until they line up to play. It's just it's the it, two that's guys the on the end to me that make the. I think Norwell and Cam are what they are. Yeah. Uh, nobody in the fan base likes Norwell. Everybody thinks he's terrible. The Jaguars believe in him more. I don't think he's going to change. But Cam and Juwan Taylor on the bookends, both of those guys can get a lot better. They firmly believe Taylor will. I think it's a little more of a hope with Cam Robinson. Yeah, I agree. I think the big question mark definitely arrives with Cam Robinson. We heard Doug Marone say that, you know, he feels like his injury is progressing and he feels like he'll get better. But I think there's definitely a huge question mark around yeah, him. It's the gamble. They're gambling mm-hmm. on that. No, no doubt. All right. Let's go to Atlanta, Georgia for Josh. Does Keelan Cole have a spot on this roster? His contract isn't guaranteed, and on paper, we have sizable upgrades in Colin Johnson and LaVishka Chenault Jr. I like Keelan, but it looks like he's the odd man out. Well, I don't know that he is. I mean, it's. I think the reader who's asking that is assuming there's five. Teams keep six. It seems the two rookies, I don't know if Chenault will, but Colin Johnson clearly will play special teams in some capacity. Um, so... If they keep only five, then I would think Keelan would be the odd man out because you're not going to cut the two rookies and the other three, uh, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Conley, and Shark, I think, are on the team. But I think they keep six, and I think uh, Keelan Cole is that guy. Maybe he's deactivated some weeks if the uh, if the rest of the roster is healthy. But I, I think he's a guy that you like to have. Think about it. If there's an early injury to one of those top three, and you haven't had much time to prepare, do you want that veteran, meaning Keelan Cole being a guy who can step in? He's done it before. I think he's on the team, Brian. 
I do too. I, I may disagree with you on this, though. I'm not sure uh, uh, Chris Conley is is a lock at this point. Now, the Jags don't have a ton of money tied up in any receivers yet. You know, they're going to end up having to pay DJ Chark at this point. You know, Conley right. came down here to play with Nick Foles, right? He he developed a relationship, obviously, sure. with Gardner Minshew. But the one thing that Keelan has that Conley doesn't is blazing speed. Um Conley made that great play against the Jets and went 70 yards. And I think Conley adds something here. But if we're looking for guys who might be on the bubble, I wouldn't suggest that Conley is absolutely a lock. He was durable. He was dependable last mm-hmm. year. But I could see if if Cole could convince Keenan McCardell and Jay Gruden that he can become dependable because he hasn't been dependable. Mm-hmm. He had that big year a lot of in, drop. 20, in 2017 True. where you're like, wow. And then the last two years – it's been drop passes, uh, uh, misrun some routes at key moments in games. Uh, so if Cole could somehow get back to 2017 form and translate that, I think he could give Conley a run for his money. Let's go to Fernandina Beach for Josh. Zone, knowing what you know now, what is your current projection for the defense's ability to stop the run in 2020? Well, it better be better. But uh, it, it's, <laughs> you know, and... I don't think if you put this on a scale of one to 10 with one being the worst, 10 being the best, they were a one at times last year. I mean, it defined the season. I don't think there's any way they can be worse. I don't see him being a 10, but I do see him coming out of the box. Again, so much is is qualified on. Can they get together? Can they get in sync on the same page? All of that. But on paper, I think the addition of Schobert, I think the addition of Al Woods and uh, the addition of the draft pick, and I'm always forgetting his name. Uh, Von Hamilton. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I think those three give you more stoutness inside. And something broke last year early, and they couldn't get it fixed. They're clearly spending the offseason fixing it. So, again, I go back to that Tennessee game early. I can't imagine the Jaguars, if they come out and get rolled in that game, then the season's in a lot of trouble because they have done such focus on – stopping that that uh I, you know again my scale i'd say there are six coming out of the blocks and we'll see what let me see where they go from there i think they're better against the run than they were last year mainly because marcel once he got hurt the whole question depends on health once he got hurt everything was gone so i think they'll be better healthy going in because they've addressed it you know uh, once marcel got hurt and they had to play avery jones more not that avery's not an effective player but he's not he is not that enormous body in the middle that can hold up for 35 or 40 snaps a game. He's really right. effective. Teams could wear it out at some point. And they did. They yeah. wore down on him. Late in the season, Taven Bryan kind of had a breakthrough, played his best game against the Colts, but they added some big guys, right? I mean, and the Hamilton kid, I talked to Matt Miller uh, from Future of the Draft Scout. He raved about Devon Hamilton and Shaq Quarterman, the linebacker from Miami. You've got, and you've got, size you've got experience you've got depth in size you know you've got a lot of guys now a lot of bodies they should be better against the run yet mix miles jack back into this thing and you hope that you know ronnie harrison comes through and plays more like the player that they drafted in the third round a few years ago than the guy last year who looked lost you've got Mm -hmm. a lot of resources available to be better against the run i have a hard time seeing how they're not better against the run this year are they top five i don't know that I don't know. I don't know the scheme they're going to deploy. I don't know. I don't know the rotation they're going to use. But I, there's no doubt in my mind that this team is. I'm going to go out and limp markedly better against the run on paper right now 
than they were when last season ended. Right. Yeah. And it would have been different again. You had to criticize the guys last year. Had Marcel no. stood up, had he been there the whole oh, year? It was a draft I don't think this, it would have been the disaster after week eight that it was. So, I mean, there were still holes. Marcel played against Carolina, and that was a disaster. But I don't think that would have been the norm had he, had, had he, still, been in, had he still been in there. But he wasn't. Yes, that is true. All right, when we come back, we wrap up Jaguars Drive Time here on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hey jacksonville this is joey d from bonos i just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms we appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis for over 71 years we have been here for you through good times and bad our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon be safe at ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. You know, our friends at McGowan's AC have been a part of this community for over 40 years. And when it's pollen season or your whole family's locked in the house season, McGowan's wants you to be comfortable and healthy with a one-time spring tune-up for just 50 bucks. That's right, just 50 bucks for a spring tune-up. So when you're staying at home or working from home, get your AC done right with McGowan's AC, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC 1250075. Jaguars fans, this year we have made becoming a season ticket member easier than ever. If you're concerned your financial situation may change, the Jaguars are offering full refunds up to the start of the season. You can defer up to 40% of your 2020 cost into next year with our two-year agreements or take advantage of interest-free seven-month payment plans all designed to get you and your family back to football at the bank. Get all the details at jaguars.com or by calling 904-633-2000. Back for our final segment of Jaguars Drive Time, coming off a Mother's Day weekend. And my mother was so happy because normally we are in rookie minicamp and I don't get to spend the day with my lovely Rose. But Corona, I guess you're good for one thing. You got to spend the day with moms. Yeah, I got over to see my mom. We, uh, she lives out in Mandarin, so I got, my son and I drove out, and uh, we're still social distancing. You know, no hugs. We were still sort of uh, distant. We got to see her, so that was great. That was great. I talked to mine. She lives in Kansas, so obviously I didn't get there. Mm-hmm. But I got to celebrate your lovely wives, I'm sure, as well, because they deserve it, dealing with you two. Well, <laughs> they were fair. well that's fair. safe for that. A big bottle well- of wine. 
potatoes yesterday. Yeah. Wine, <laughs> prime rib, shrimp. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Absolutely. They deserve it more than anything, especially Sherry, because bottle of wine every night for her. Well, Dealing with you. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right. And that is ours. Nobody ahead, wants John. this. Nobody deserves this. So that's fine. You're full of happiness, as you can tell from going back to the start of our show. Full of happiness and rainbows. All right, and that is our program. Jaguars drive time. Thank you to jaguars.com throughout the entire week. We will be back with you next week.